I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. JT, this must be weird for you to be on this podcast because we invited you onto our NBA podcast and it was going good for like two weeks and then the NBA stopped. Uh, That's not weird at all. I was really running out of, I'm actually a huge NBA imposter and was really just biding my time. I was, I was desperately trying to pivot the podcast the whole time, so this has been great. <laughs> this is a dream. Well, glad to have JT here. Also on the podcast is my brother, Paul. Hello. Um, always nice to have you, Paul. Such a wonderful man of so many words. Yeah. Uh, great to be here on the podcast. I love uh, recording the podcast. Uh yeah, I was trying to do heaps of talking there, but I've actually, I'm actually struggling. That was impressive. That was, that was heaps, man. That was really good. It's time to record a basketball podcast when there is no basketball. It's time for Advanced Analytics. I, um, we've got a bit of basketball chat today, but I'll just start with... Oh, sorry, that's Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sad that um, like I, this is the first time Paul can actually hear the music coming through and he gets to hear the constant errors that I make at all times. I just feel like there's got to be a setting where it doesn't play on to the next song. Must... Or even, just put, even if you just put a, um, a track of silence between each one for like, like you know, 20 minutes of silence and then you could just press um, next on the arrow and it would play the next sting those yeah. are those those are really good ideas which i will never do but um i've got to play right now a game of um covid19 um right or wrong let me explain the situation to you guys there we were in the park and there was about seven dudes who um speaking in they seem like backpackers or like tourists um young international dudes playing soccer in the park during a level four complete national lockdown. Now, I was freaking out. Were you guys freaking out in that situation? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited by the prospect of young international dudes playing some footy, but in a lockdown situation, yeah. Free, I'd be borderline freak. I'd be more looking angrily than freaking out. J- JT, JT, you... Yeah, what do you mean freaking out? Well, like, well, because well, it starts, I'm like, okay, that's a bit risque. They shouldn't be doing that. And then I'm like, oh, the police will probably show up soon. And then I'm like, oh, I'll put a message through to the police. And I got in the police. I'm a snitch, but I put a message through. I said, I need to snitch. All right. And then um, a bit more time went past. And um, I'm like, this has got to stop. You can't do this. This is a level four lockdown. COVID. Hey, question, um, Guy. Yeah. Do you Have you recently or do you plan to get stitches anytime soon? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't. But my, <laughs> my, my partner does. So she went over oh. there, and she's like, "What's going on?" And they were kind of like a little bit. Wait, yeah. She she's high risk. She shouldn't be interacting with people. Well, she, from no, she was, she was staying away. She was staying away from them. She was staying away from them. Oh, okay. But she was like, "Hey guys, the country's in lockdown. You can't be doing this." And they were like quite snarky about it, quite rude. And they were like, "Oh, we we're all in the um the hostel together, so we're all in the same bubble." And I'm like, "What is this like thirty person bubble? This is not okay." Like, what's going on? And I, I just realized that all around the country, there must be all these backpackers with, like, stranded tourists who are, like, trying to bubble together. Uh, it's a disaster. Get rid of them. Well, yeah, well, they can't afford to go home. I, I feel a little bit sorry for them. But anyway, but, I'm like, this is bullshit. Sorry, JT, you were going to say something? Oh, all I was going to say is Australia for decades has just whacked people over on that island with no human rights <laughs> and no one seems to bat an eyelid, and yet we can't get 30 bloody backpackers out of New Zealand? <laughs> Well, not condoning, not condoning Australia's <laughs> gross human rights abuses, yeah. but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should yeah. do some. We should start our own. We got, we got New Zealand's got. If, if one thing New Zealand's got a, um, a surplus of, it's crappy little islands off the coast that where you could like quarantine um, disobedient foreigners. Anyway, okay, we're getting into murky territory here. My partner has failed. She's been um, abused by these guys. I'm like, I'm going to go over there. 
that I go in with a calm, like, hey guys, what's going on kind of mentality, and I get slapped. This guy's aggro. He tells me to fuck off, right? And, and while this is Wait, happening... He slap, does he slap you, actually? No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Rewind, rewind. I shouldn't have used the expression, I get slapped in the story when I didn't get slapped. I mean, like, a Twitter slap down, just, you know? Like, like, they were just like, really, like, get the F out of here. They were, they were kind of like, you are not the police, go get a life kind of thing. And I'm like, this is a bit... This is a bit Wait, what, so what did he say, direct quote? Um, he said, we're allowed to be here, mind your own business, you're not the police, go fuck off, something along those lines. And other guys were talking as well. Yeah. Other guys were talking as well. And yeah. I was like, I was like, because they sounded French, and I was like, where are you guys, European or something? Like, they made the mistake. I was, like, I was like, what hostel are you guys from? They told me they're hostel, and I was like, big mistake. I'm telling that to the police. And then um, I was like, where are you guys from? You guys sound French or something like that? And they're like, yeah, French, French, French. And I'm like, well, you guys, have you guys read the news? Like, France is dying here. Don't bring the dying over to New Zealand as well, right? So, um, so I'm shocked though, you know, as I said, I got proverbially, I didn't literally get slapped, but I got like sent back to where I came from. Right. So my, my partner has been over, she's been rejected. She's been rudely rejected. I've gone over, I've been told to fuck off. It's a disaster. Right. And then all of a sudden, Mm. while this is happening, my, my partner's tweeting about it. Some lady who follows her on Twitter from down the road, someone's mum or something like that. This lovely lady called Atlin Freeman, follower, storms on down the road in her Crocs or whatever she was wearing, jandals or something. She storms right up to those people. And I don't even know what she said to them, but it looked from a distance like it was like a bit of like just classic Kiwi mum telling it how it is, combined with like some The Godfather movie style like physical threats. And um, a minute later, the guys packed up their bags and left. Nice. And uh, then did you go and have a go at Linda? Because no, well, she broke the rules as well. No, 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 no. She was she was keeping her distance. She was keeping her distance. She was a legend. I went and I went and congratulated her. I wanted to give her a hug, but I couldn't because I was keeping my distance as well. But I was my like, question is: were, were they breaking any rules? Yeah, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to um, <laughs> play sport in New Zealand. You're not allowed to. There's a lock, complete lockdown. You're not allowed to go swimming. You're not allowed to make no, allowed seven to swim, people. You're not allowed to have. I, a, you're not allowed to have a, a, a um a bubble of a whole hostel. That's ridiculous. Paul, it worries me that you didn't you didn't see the um infraction in that scenario. No, all I'll say is I knew swimming. There's certain things you can't do. I didn't know playing a bubble, a game of bubble football was one. Oh, so your issue is that you think that they um, they actually had a point on the bubble call. I think if they're in a bubble... Yeah, I'm actually coming around, to, I'm coming around to the French um, side of things, actually. No way! There's, okay, what, are they in a bubble with everyone else in their hostel as well? Yeah. Allegedly. A big bubble. No, you can't do a big bubble. It's like, Paul, we have a soccer game... That we, we play. Have you noticed we haven't played that in about four weeks? Do you want to know it's why? It's because all the players are in different bubbles. But you can't just have one big backpacker bubble. That's ridiculous. This is why France is all dying and stuff. No, but what are they? Are they supposed to just stay in their rooms? Yes. Um, yes. Or are you supposed to go like, back to France? Probably, but picture this: if you've got a shared bathroom, which a lot of hostels would have, yeah, then you're you're all in a bubble together, right? It's a it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah, and you've got to get you got to get out of there. You got to stop doing this. I realize these guys their backpacking holiday is ruined, but at the same time, I think what's more ruined is the entire world. And you got to respect you got to respect the level four lockdown. Eh? You got to respect that. So I've just had a brainwave, and I'm not gonna I'm not making light of the lockdown, but I've actually had a genuine brainwave. Let's hear it. All all the people like the the backpackers, the the dumb kids who just want to go out. Right, sell them tickets, put on like a beer fest thing in, in all the big stadiums, and it's like a four-week lock-in. Yeah. You pay tickets and you cannot leave, yeah. but it's like a party zone. It's, it's called the bubble. Yeah. Bubble party zone, exactly. The bubbling party. Do you know what the bubble reminds me of as well? Do you guys remember when skateboarders a few years ago invented like kind of a fake online trend called bubbling, and the concept being you film yourself... Um, urinating up into the air into your own mouth. Do you guys remember that bubbling? I do remember it. And bubble then, on. Hashtag was, bubble on. And it was kind of a joke. And then rugby league players, because they're such idiots, started actually doing it, and a few of them got suspended. It wow. seems crazy to suspend someone for bubbling. I <laughs> no, if you yeah, well, dis- if you represent, okay, imagine, imagine if LeBron James was pissing freedom. into his own mouth. Nah, it's yeah, but there's no freedom. laws. There's no laws. <laughs> 
There's no laws against it. Being yeah, an idiot. Yeah, this is like First Amendment, isn't it? <laughs> right to bubble. Being an idiot is not a crime. Yes. Anyway. Um, protect bubbling. Anyway. Okay, it's here's what I'll say. I, I do think there, there could be... There's still quite a bit of grey area around the lockdown rules. Yeah. So here's what I'm reading. Personal walks and other activities are fine. Stick to simple outdoor exercise. And and you could you could argue football is a simple game. Kick a ball into a no, goal. No, no, it's not simple um, exercise. Definitely not. And can I also add this other detail? One of them was doing a lot of coughing. That is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I could hear him from like 50 meters away. That's a that's a loud cough, and it wasn't a sneeze. It was like a cough, and that is just like that's in any situation that is not cool right now. And, and hey, hey, it's good because we should not do that when the um, country is in safe hands as well. Anyway. Um, how's your guys' lockdown so I've, going? I've got a question. I've actually got something. I've got a statement, actually. So recently a sign went up on one of the nearby basketball courts, but not all of them, saying the facility is closed. Yeah. Now, I think that's classist and maybe even has racial undertones. Why not, close the whole, why, not close, why not close the whole park? The whole park basically is Are, closed. Like, you shouldn't be on any... Like, no. The, the park I'm next to, the children's playground is closed and all the... Every piece of equipment and the tennis court is closed. Oh, that was the other thing. Okay, I'm, the guys I'm were, backtracking. The, the soccer players were also playing on a tennis court that was supposed to be closed as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's what I'll say. I, I, think, I think they're just trying to stop people from anything where people might stop and gather so basically they just want people to be able to go for walks and that's it because yeah. like they're they're blocking up where i am they're, they're taped up all the um benches so you can't sit on a bench and my mum was like shocked at that but um i was like people will start hanging out on benches together yeah i, I love how yeah if i see a bench i can't help but hang out on it <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i'll see you and i'd be like oh hey jt i'll hang out with you for a bit and yeah, next and thing like, you hey, know, there'd be a whole gang of us there. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, Paul, can I introduce you to 29 of my best mates? We're all the hostel together. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, you guys, are you guys loving the, loving, the, loving the lockdown? Having a good time? Having a bad time? Having a, any time? I, I was loving it, sort of hating it now. Where, where's it gone bad for you? Where, where's the problems? Mainly that Auckland Council sign on the basketball court. Yeah, because I, I reckon by yourself shooting should be okay, right? Yeah, but it might be a good thing because I think I've got that bloody thoracic outlet syndrome now. <laughs> really? Wait, so, so yeah, the... I honestly feel, honestly think I've got it. What's happened? I've got this weird, like, it's uh, before I was chewing an apple and I was like, oh, it sort of feels like a neck strain, but it doesn't really feel like a pulled muscle. And then I was just looking and it's sort of going directly under my collarbone the sensation it's th it's that's thoracic okay so oh, wow. so what you're saying jt is you've been going to the park shooting too many free throws and filming your action by yourself and now you've given yourself Correct. an injury uh i think there's a chance yeah <laughs> and you've diagnosed yourself faults injury exactly oh is that oh is that literally the markel faults injury yeah, yeah like it's not it's sort of a group it's like a group of Lots of different types of injuries, but yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, mate. You've marked our faults yourself. Paul, how are you holding up, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I, um, I, yeah, again, I'm fine with the quarantining. I just, uh, I'm sad about things that have been cancelled, you know, that I was looking forward to. I, I, oh, I heard a rumour that you were playing a game of Ticket to Ride and um, you claimed you'd won, and then someone else protested and wanted a recount, and there was a recount, and you'd lost. Ooh. Uh, that, well, okay, I'd like to go and I'd like to defend myself a little bit. <laughs> Genuine mistake, and I was the one doing the recount, because I too was shocked that mine had come out on top. Uh, and before people think I'm not good at Ticket to Ride, I'd like to point out that that was my first loss of the quarantine. Wow. And prior to that, I was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, I was 6-0 and oh in um, hey, individual hey, games. respect your Ticket to and, Ride ability, man. Yeah. Respect. Um, and it's probably time to get into some basketball talk. It's time for the Week in Review.
Garpax might be gone. Garp- Chicago is free. This is amazing. Crazy. The best thing to come from the lockdown, Laurie Markkinen was saying if things don't change, he's going to leave. Obviously, everyone hates the coach. And most importantly, and Chicago Bulls fans have been buying fire Garpax billboards for years to try and get rid of them. Um, these guys have been haunting the franchise and have basically run them into the run a, run a great franchise into the ground. And now, how long have they, how long have they been in charge? I know I know what you're saying because I immediately was like, hey, they were pretty good under Derek Rose and um, Joachim Noah. Um, uh, ten years, I think. Ten years. Ten years. Ten year reign. Um, okay. So the Bulls, the Bulls haven't been good for about six, and I think that um, I think the the Luol Deng, Joachim Noah. Um, Derek Rose, that might have been like all drafted under the previous mat. You know, it might not have been them that put that together, but it was them that kind of. I guess it was injuries that broke it down. But I, I don't really understand yeah. it. All I know is that everyone, no one likes Garpacks. There's no argument in their defence, and they but, look like they're gone. But pe- people haven't liked haven't liked Garpacks for um, since like the Jordan era, right? Nah, nah. It's quite confusing. They weren't they weren't in charge in the Jordan era. The ownership um, was hated. It's like, what is it? Jerry Crawls is the owner, and he 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 thinks the Bulls are a joke, and he cares way more about. Um, he said like I th- he owns the White Sox or the Cubs, and he said like um, it would take ten Bulls championships to equal one White Sox championship or something. I can't remember what the full story is, but they they were kind of rumored to be the reason why Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson and everyone left. Like, yeah, they're just, they're just, the ownership's hated, but Garpax more appropriately is really hated. Yeah. So that's exciting. Supposedly, and, and I'm, I'm reading a thread right now, and it's saying like that they're not bad at drafting. They're actually, is, someone says they're good at drafting, hmm. but they're just bad at team culture, like just made terrible team culture. Because here's the thing I look at their roster this year, and before the season, I was like, depending on how good the coach is, as long as the coach is adequate, um, I could see them have being the eighth seed in the East. Mm. And I think the coach is horrible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Paul, every podcast you get us like this, the eighth seed in the East is, um, do you know who else is competing for that? Um, the Washington The Wizards. Brooklyn Nets. The Orlando Magic. Like It's like the eighth seed in the East is not an accomplishment, and that is full disrespect to you. Um. No, but for a for a young team, they they could be in, in the running for the eighth seed in the East. They've got, they've got the most hated coach in the NBA, so they've really just haven't come close to that this year. And you're right, they're underachieving, but that comes. That's what got, I'm saying. On paper, what on I'm saying is, on paper, they're they're a solid. They got a solid team. Yeah, I I wouldn't say they're a solid team on paper, but um, they. Yeah. Uh, Otto Porter's been injured for most of the year, which hurts. Hmm. But um, Markinen, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., Levine. Kobe White, um, Thomas Sadoransky, so underrated. Um, man, the list goes on. And the team... The, so don't, yeah, sorry. Don't you think that um, one thing I thought when I read that story was Markkinen's got a hell of a nerve saying that he's going to leave if things don't get better after coming <laughs> off a season where he played like 20 games and shot about 25%. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's his leverage in this situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's still he's still a promising um, uh, uh, prospect, and he's also white. And um, promising white prospects <laughs> get like a few more chances. Like, he's going to channel it, it Parsons his way around the NBA. I bet the Kings, the Grizzlies, there's about twelve teams out there. Utah will be chomping at the bit for that white guy, man. He's got extra value. Like, it, like English guys in the Premier League. Oh, totally. Uh, it's cra- I'd be interested to see, and it's changing a bit now. And don't get me wrong, it works the other way as well. White guys also get discriminated against. I don't mean that in like a serious racism way. I mean like just Jokic, for example, is probably undervalued, partly because he's white, partly because he's about 30 kgs too heavy. But um, uh, men I body shame a lot on this podcast. That's a real problem, and something got to change. I'm sorry about that, Jokic. You're a great player, and I'd have you in my top five for MVP candidates. Um but yeah, but white the players... Nuggets must be scared though when when the season resumes that he's gonna <laughs> like have really lost it. Yeah, he's gonna be in re- he's gonna look shocking. Yeah, that's what happened Is during it... the lockout, right? Like um, during the um, the uh, lockout in like nineteen ninety nine, like um, a lot of players like ended their careers or came back really out of shape. Sean Kemp most famously, and um, and when the players got asked about it, they were like, "We didn't think the season was coming back. Like they just weren't prepared for it." Yeah, right. 
today Lanx and Galloway didn't ask me anything uh, from the Detroit Pistons. Anything could come out and of he, it? Um, nah, really dry answers. Um, really dry. Uh, but he said he just said he was staying ready, doing cardio and stuff. It was yeah, really boring stuff. Um, I've the, got no idea who Langston Galloway is. I've got to oh, be honest with you. Legend. My first, my first question would have been, who are you? He, he, um, he, man, that's so cold. Um, he he got um, picked up a, by the Knicks from the D League and like Sean in the Garden, and then he's he's turned himself. Yeah, I really ball. liked him for the Knicks to the point where I wanted to get a Knicks Galloway jersey. But he, um, I also just thought such a good name, Langston Galloway. Such and I think he was like number two or yeah, like a cool number for the Knicks. Um, but he uh, he also famously did a gender reveal where he dunked a ball um, and it exploded, um, showering the color, which I will keep a secret in case you want to check out uh, Langston Galloway's <laughs> gender reveal video. That's so that's a genuinely cool gender. Was it like professionally made? Was it really nicely shot or just shot on a cell phone? No, it's like shot on a hand, uh, like a phone and you can see Andre Drummond standing in frame uh, also filming it on his phone. Sick. It's still cool though. You guys into gender reveal videos? Are they cool? Nah. I didn't. I didn't know whether that was a real thing or it was like a joke thing. Do you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, was it ever actually thing. something that people did? Well, we've become so weird in our culture that um, it's become so important to like make everything broadcastable. And I bet the first Instagrammer who did that, or I assume it originated Instagram, but wherever, whoever did it first, genius. Like, that's such a cool concept, fun little thing. And then it just, it, like everything on the internet, it just got played to death, right? Yeah, I don't. I just don't know. I don't even know if it's a cool concept. To be honest, it's like who cares? Well, if you invited me to a gender party, I would definitely. I would just wouldn't even do you the honor of making an excuse. And what an honor that would be to get an excuse from JT. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, like you know, who cares? Um, the NBA Two K tournament. I don't know if it's over. Has been going on, and um, very very disappointing. Again, a bit like your AMA Paul, NBA players. Um, weren't doing much talk or much trash talk at all. My, mm. one, one, one of my favourite bits, though, was when Mike... I saw one clip, and it was um, that loser. I, I've really soured on him. <laughs> Devin Booker, that loser, <laughs> a.k.a. Devin, that loser, Booker. I like, with um, you, though, that loser could be a range of players. It could be either Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade... Now add Devin Booker to the list. Who else are the people that are on your top of the list? No, but at least like Russell Westbrook's made the playoffs and Dwayne Wade's won some championships. Mm. Um, while Devin, that loser Booker, is just disrespecting his teammates and team by when when someone was like, you should pick the Suns, Michael Porter Jr. He's like, uh, no, uh, no, I'm not <laughs> going to play with my crappy team. But it's like, man, you're the team. You're the star, <laughs> the leader of the team. Um, pl- pick your team and play with them. Nah. And quit being a freaking the lose quit being the loser oh. as everyone knows you're known as <laughs> no i think you just made it up then Paul, no with, that's his nickname i'm with you if devin booker if devin booker came back from covid with a box goatee instead of that stupid mustacheless beard he'd be a top three player in the league <laughs> a lot of his problems are his ruddy red cheeks and his weird beard okay but how is a box goatee going to help the situation man just get a yeah okay think about all your favorite players Fox Goaties. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, he's got a chin strap. Yeah. I like, Kevin how Durant. You, I like how you started with DeAndre Jordan. I was thinking, when I think Box Goatie, I think Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, right? I thought you were a big DJ man, though. And, uh, who's a big Spencer Dinwiddie. Jordan. <laughs> oh, Spencer Dinwiddie's got a great. But Spencer Dinwiddie sort of looks like, um, oh, this is probably a bit offensive, but it looks like a fake um, Goatie. Like, you, if, no, have you ever seen offensive. the movie? Say, say the offensive. He looks like a pimp. Um, no, looks... no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, you know, she, like she's all that. <laughs> now, no one's seen she's all that. Is that worth seeing? Uh, no, unless you want a comparison for Spencer Dinwiddie as Goaty. Um, do you want to film? Do you want to film? Um, bloody um, how to lose guys at ten days, and there's a lot of NBA action in that. I might actually save that for movie review if we ever get to that. But um, back to Paul. Paul, you were like, um, I was like you. I was like, when I saw Devin Booker disrespecting the Suns like that and saying he wasn't going to pick them, um, A, I thought it was very funny. Like, love the honesty. He's like, why don't you pick the Suns? And he's like, no. Like, real flat, like, cold. Um, 
uh, I was like you. I was like, that's terrible. And you're like, and you're saying he's disrespecting his teammates. I'm going to ask you right now, do his teammates deserve to be respected? Yes. No, they don't. He carries that team. And while I don't like Devin Booker either and think he's a bit of a whiny brat, he has done everything for that team and he's part of the problem where bad teams are rewarded with good players and they can't develop them. And I really hope that he, he as soon as he can leave, he, pro- he he's probably already re-upped, but I hope he doesn't re-up and just gets out of there as quick as possible because they're doomed. I think be a leader, make your team great, and uh, it starts by not disrespecting them he, I, apparently, while I, playing video games. Because I hated Devin Booker, and it was another, it was Zach Lowe or someone who changed my mind when someone pulled out a stat and like his team is actually with him on the, him on the floor is actually playing at like an eighth seeder in the West um, level. It's just when he goes off the court, court, they're completely decimated. Like they've got nothing. They're terrible at both ends of the on the floor, but when he's on, they at least have like a good offense and like a winning. A winning uh, points differential. JT, what do you reckon? Devin Booker cool or drool? Uh, mm. Can well, I say- you know, I'm a, I'm a cute, you know, you go, Paul. I just want to remind people of the off-season when he was complaining about, um, in a pickup game, about the other team defending him too hard. And he was like, oh, it's pickup. No, no, it oh, was... I agree. I'm on his side. What? I just think relax. Like who's double te- who's double teaming and bloody like a run around at the gym? Uh, Joakim Noah and his pickup squad who want to win. <laughs> and, and that's why Joakim game. Noah is out of the NBA. No, he's out of the NBA because he's like Shit. 45 years old <laughs> and busted injury-wise. And he, he wasn't a known shooter and the NBA's changed and it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of hurt him a bit. Uh, but... I'd say um, comparing careers, Joakim Noah is currently blowing um, Devin Booker out of the water. You've lost your mind, but Joakim Noah played a full career. Devin Booker's only played like four or five seasons. Yeah. Okay, JT, you decide. Devin Booker, rule or drool? Okay, you know, I'm a huge bookhead. He's rules. (laughs) Always appreciate your expert opinions there. I agree with you, Paul, that his... um, his personality is douchey, but I also um, I think the Suns just should, be, as I said, should get relegated out of the NBA if I had my way. Um, this kind of God, I disagree. Just, uh, they got some uh, of the coolest players. Ricky Rubio, one of the coolest players. Um, Kelly Oubre Jr., one of the coolest players. They're going nowhere, mm-hmm. and they've been going nowhere since they traded Charles Barkley back in 1957. What are you going to say, JT? I was just going to say, do you not um, remember a few weeks ago, maybe a couple, maybe months now, my astounding facts about um, Devin Booker's true shooting percentage? Um, I vaguely remember it. What, 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 did you bum oh. me out or something? What happened? No, nah, I just thought maybe that's what won you over. Because oh. I just came in with such a cool stat, but I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Well, thanks, man. Um, trying, yeah. to, trying to remember how cool it was next time. But, you know, last week we were talking about players, right? And we had that debate because it's like, while Carmelo and... D-Wade were douches a little bit in that video towards Darko Milicic. They were just being normal people who were acting like the camera wasn't on them. And this is the problem that we have. And you were just complaining about Lanks and Galloway's boring AMA, Paul. If we complain every time, because Devin Booker just forgot a camera was on him, of course he should have said, oh, I'll play with the Suns next time or something like that and been supportive of his teammates. But he wasn't. He was himself. And he created the one memorable moment of this crappy NBA 2K tournament that we're all talking about. You know, the only good bit of that series. You, you don't want to chastise them because otherwise they end up being censored like Lanks and Galloway. I disagree. I think you can be funny without, uh, you know, putting down your teammates. No, no, but you can't be natural. What? You can't, you, you can't just be... Uh, you, you, sometimes you're going to make mistakes when you're trying to be, like, uncensored and loose. And, like, yeah, you could just watch yourself at all time and try and be humorous. And, A, and A I disagree that um, uh, it might be easier for you, a comedian, to be funny um, in a natural environment, but um, it's hard for an NBA player, you know? <laughs> what is, what's going on? What? <laughs> Paul, I'm having a conversation with you. You've got to talk back. All right. Well, I started reading the box score of Devin Booker's um, oh, 70-point game. Paul forgets about being naturally funny and not putting down his teammates and just focuses on 
um, just trying to grill Devin Booker. JT, do you kind of get what I'm barking at or am I just wasting my time? Nah, totally. You're either going to have like people... So there's three options, right? There's... Cal, uh, oh, now I can't remember when I... Because I did that joke of saying his name wrong. The Claw. Oh, so, anyway. so your problem uh, is you call him Kawai, which is a New Zealand <laughs> yeah. fish. So it's a joke that only works for a very small audience who are no NBA players and New Zealand fish. So you're doing that yeah. joke for a while, but you've been doing that, okay. that killer joke so long that you've forgotten how to say Kawai properly. Yeah, yeah, Kawai. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you're either going to get the Kawai, right, who just says nothing, fair enough, not judging him for it, or you're going to have like LeBron James who says stuff, but it's like highly, contri- highly contrived and always knows what he's doing. Mm. So you're going to have one of those two things. So um, you've got to let people be... I, I disagree. I, I, I feel like, like one is just be normal. Just be normal. But that's what Booker was doing, and yeah, now and that, you're bloody hating on him. Yeah, and that's what um, Dwayne no, no, Wade but... and Carmelo were doing, and you hating on them for that too. No, they were being jerks. Both of them were. <laughs> that may, maybe that's their natural being. Just enjoy it. Like you don't want them to start censoring themselves because they're boring as shit. Nah. Um, I've got to bring nah, up. I've, I've got to bring up a, um, a good, um, a good hypothetical from the um, uh, from the group chat. Um, JT. If your personality is bad, then change it. If you're Carmelo Anthony. Be someone else. His personality is not that bad. I don't know. Remember when he said... I know, the no, NBA, I know. I, know. NBA, I, don't actually, I don't know anything about him, but he's just such an annoying basketball player. He is quite annoying. I, I, I agree with you. And, he starts talking trash. And everyone thinks Devin Booker is a douche, but I'm saying keep on being a douche, man. It's entertaining. It's what this podcast is all about. I don't think uh, he's a douche. Because yeah, <laughs> you just call him the book. Um, the book I found a photo of him holding a paper sign with seventy on it after they lost to the um, Celtics. Paul, Paul, stop trying smiling, to, smiling. Stop trying smiling. to prove that Devin Booker is a um, douche by um, googling Devin Booker douche. JT, we've got a bit of trash. No, talk. no, I googled. What? What? You can't go silent. This is the podcast, including Eric Bledsoe, who didn't want to be there. Um, but can I say uh, I just hate basketball players who play for reasons other than just trying to win basketball. That's what I hate. No, hard no. So that's no. So disagree. They paid millions of dollars. I would be paying. Sorry, I would be playing just for the cash. <laughs> Loving basketball is secondary. It's like <laughs> it's just it's a job. Yeah, I'd hate you. No, but 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 but, but Paul, the other the, the other thing is. Um, You've got to remember that these guys have like what can Devin Booker do? Like I, I, I argued that he shouldn't have signed as like rookie extension and should have just left Phoenix as soon as possible. But like, you know, he's he's playing he's balling out like he possibly could have been an all star this year almost or last year. Like there's not much more he can do on that team, really. He was an all star. No, no, but that's was he it, it, um, I don't think Devin injury Booker, reserve. But that's injury. what I, that's, that's my issue with him is I, I, my theory is he's a guy who's more keen on being an all star than um you know, helping his team get better. Well, right, he's but Paul, doing that. His so, so, team is better now, with him on the court. Let's, let's play this out, Paul. Okay, so Devin Booker in your fantasy world, the perfect version of Devin Booker, he's, he wakes up one morning, he's like, my team is awful. It's always been awful. Well, I love basketball and I love my teammates, so what am I going to do? Would he have, like, training sessions? Like, what? Wait, in what wait, way? Wait, I'm just saying, in what way could Paul Devin Booker help his team be... N- not the terrible trash heap they are. Uh, just, just like him, court, and, ba- is, basketball. It's him, but, but yeah, but he's very good at basketball, and it's still not enough. Get, well, it starts it starts uh, playing fantasy, um, playing thing, playing with playing with the Phoenix Suns. Okay, so, it st- so it's- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's like a vibe. No, That's no, like no, a no. butterfly effect. DeAndre Aiden turns on the TV. 
sees Booker has chosen the Suns, thinks, you know what? I'm going to get that extra gym session. It all starts from there. Phoenix Suns, champions, baby. And also, Devin Booker's um, tr- trying to win the two... pickup courts when team players are, dub- <laughs> when players are double-teaming you. If someone's double-teaming you... But Paul, again, you, he shouldn't be filmed there, Paul. You do things on the basketball court that you're probably embarrassed by. I do it all the time. You don't want someone filming it and recording it and releasing it. Like, give him a bit of a break. If I was getting double-teamed at a pickup game... I'd be trying to find the one who's not getting marked. Paul, I've, I've seen you try and fight um, former All Black and New Zealand rugby legend Justin Marshall during a basketball game. <laughs> no, what, do you, what do you think New Zealand would I think of you if that footage leaked out? <laughs> incorrect. It was not Justin Marshall. It was, um, what's his name? Blondie. Oh, um, it was uh, Jeff, Jeff Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Sorry. Even more it was Jeff Wilson. Even and more I didn't polite. try and fight him. I tried to cut and he pushed me over on the ground. I didn't say a single word and then he said, what? You ran into me. You ran into me. Yeah, and he's Jeff and that, Wilson. And at that point, I thought, you're an asshole. And he's Jeff, he's Jeff Wilson, so you did run into him, because whatever Jeff Wilson says goes. Um, I got, uh, I got... He got too many head knocks, and now he's, he's brain dead. <laughs> Paul, Paul, remember? I'll confidently say oh, that. Paul, Paul, I, no, I he's, he Aaron Hernan- uh, he's not going to kill someone, <laughs> but he's like Aaron Hernandez did. Uh, too many head knocks. He's got a, nothing going on. That's a good insult. You, you got your you Aaron Hernandez, bro. Um, uh, Paul, and I don't want to make this so much of a beat up on you, but remember, last year, you shat all over Anthony Davis for not trying hard enough at the Pelicans and for being a douche. And don't get me wrong, Anthony Davis is a is a douche. And you said he was going to get found out when he went to the Lakers. But instead, he went to the Lakers and, like, you know, he's borderline MVP candidate and um, the Lakers are one of the best teams in the NBA. I mean, I can't remember. I can't remember, but you, you need to show me what I said because I honestly can't remember what I said. Okay. Anyway, um, speaking of trash talk, JT had some amazing trash talk in the um, group chat. JT, you've got a Michael Jordan hypothetical. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trashing MJ, but genuine, um, genuine question. So I was thinking the other day if. I was to somehow like win a competition and get to play MJ one on one. Do you think I could get one wait, bucket wait, on him? Wait, 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 wait. What competition is this? It's like it's like it's um, like make Gatorade. a wish, <laughs> but for like mid thirty year olds with nothing wrong with them. They Michael Jordan and a lot of these NBA players actually do these crazy fantasy camps for like succession level, like um, you know billionaire elite where they like charge like $30,000 and New York millionaires go to a private camp where Michael Jordan's there and get to play pickup with them and stuff. Really? Yeah, they all they all get Jordans. I don't know how much it costs, but it must be like tens of thousands of dollars. And yeah, that, it's, it's like a lot of NBA players do it, I think. Oh, wow. It was like, okay, well, I'm into it. Yeah, Google it. You've just got to become incredibly wealthy and well-connected and then you could, you could go to like, it's called MJ's Flight School or something like that. It's a bunch of like, um, like overweight balding 40 year old you know merchant bankers or something we never say merchant bankers anymore have they gone what is a merchant banker i don't know as opposed to a banker or a merchant but they've got um what's replaced them now like who's the hot who's the hot guys on um on investment banker investment banker maybe they've just changed the name or or private equity or something like that like the succession mother effers um, but sorry, JT, give me your um, your Michael Jordan hypothetical. It's in a game. Yeah, okay, okay. So it's first to eleven. Mm. Uh, it's lo- It's what do we call it when the loser gets the ball back? Like you don't keep it if you score. Yeah, I, I think it's we're having the chat about this, and it's it's, it's normally it's called in one on one. You often play make it take it, and I think all I've said when I play not make it take it is you literally say not make it take it. Yeah, like. Lo- oh, losers ball. Oh, that's what you say. You say losers ball. So make it take it is winners ball. If you score, you get the ball back, and uh, it's called losers ball. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think I'd be able to get one bucket on MJ? What's the game? Do you to? Think... What's the game to? Game to eleven. Everything's a one. Everything's a one. Yeah. Who starts with the do ball? Do you think I start with the ball? And do you think MJ's going to disrespect me enough to let me get like a lazy mid ranger first first bucket? I don't know how good you are, but um, I'll, I'll let Paul start. Not Paul, good. Paul, what do you reckon? He can get one, but if he's got 10 positions or whatever it takes for Michael Jordan to get to 11, because assuming Michael Jordan scores on JT pretty much every time, he might miss one shot, but like makes most of them. Paul, what do you reckon? Paul? Uh, yeah, I think you can. Paul, what were you doing? Is it, can you hear me? Yeah. 
You reckon he can, can score one me? point against JT, against <laughs> Michael Jordan? So, JT, how tall are you? Because Michael Jordan's uh, six foot six. I'm um, five foot ten. Paul, get in there. Paul, well, get in. I mean, it just depends if he can make a shot. Can you hear me? Yeah, but Paul... <laughs> we, are you okay, Paul? We, we can hear you, but you're talking very sporadically. Like, could you just, like, try and say a complete sentence? Oh. Um, sorry, it seemed, it seemed... The way you guys were talking, it seemed like I, yeah, I couldn't be heard at all. Um, if if he can make a shot, I think he... If it's not make it, take it, and JC can just make a shot, he can definitely score. But you got to remember... But do you think... I think... JT, do you think MJ's going to guard me, guard me, like, in my face... Yes. All over the place. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, yeah, I guess if he comes up, if he knows that you're one, yeah, I guess he. So might that's what it really comes and... down to: is his famous competitive competitiveness gonna be that like he's just like in my grill from the start? Because I don't think I'm blowing past him. Okay. Either, like what? Also, what happens if um, what happens if you uh, if you get fouled, it's just start again at the top. Yeah, you get the ball yeah. Back. Um, so speaking of... Yeah, I, I don't know if you could. I'll tell you who you could score on. Uh, Devin Booker. I reckon you'd score on him. <laughs> um, um, uh, but he would also score 80 and then um, hold a photo <laughs> of it. Speaking, speaking of, um, speaking of um, uh, obnoxious NBA videos or kind of people being dicks, there's a video of Michael Jordan. At, I'm sure he was good at the end because Michael Jordan seems like, I mean, unless you're playing in the NBA finals with him, he seems like, you know, quite a smart and amicable, amicable, amicable guy. Um, but there's a video of Michael Jordan at um, Chris Paul's, um, like, children's camp where um, Chris Paul gets all the kids around and goes, hey, Michael Jordan's here. And everyone's like, yeah. And Chris Paul's like, hey, Michael, I got a bet that um, if you can't make 10 shots in a row, 10 jump shots in a row, um, uh, these kids all get free Jordans. And all the kids are like, yeah. And then Michael Jordan just goes out there and just cold-blooded nails like 10, 20-footers. And uh, <laughs> the kids don't get the shoes. It's brutal. And, um, and, and that kind of shows how, like, Michael Jordan, if you're playing him one-on-one, I'm pretty sure, unless you're a kid or a make-a-wish kid, which you, you kind of implied you might be, but there's nothing physically wrong with you, right, JT? Nah, more just desperation. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't go easy on you. And I'm just... I, my question for you is, do you because you've got a lot of experience shooting jumpers in an open court, but you don't have much experience playing in a game. It is quite a lot different. Oh, I'm terrible in a game situation. Awful. Have, have you played in many games or just had a few and then... Yeah. Yeah, I probably played in, like, I don't know, hundreds of games, but not, wow. not re- regular five-on-five, like, not in a league or anything, and... I don't tend to enjoy it when I am. So the only way I think you could score against him, and this is me being legitimate, you, you, I like how you're like, I don't think I could blow past him. No shit, there's no way. Even though Jordan's old, there's just, he's just, he's just, his senses, his timing and stuff. He's the greatest player of all time, even if he's 70 years old. He's still, I couldn't blow past him either, I don't think. Anyway, my point is, the only chance of you scoring is if you can consistently make or just like occasionally make a fall away shot, I reckon. A high arcing, because he's quite tall as well and he's got a big arm. Um, can you make a fall-away shot, do you think, with a hand in your face? Uh, no. I think my only chance is if he just, like, he's, like, disrespecting me from the start and gives me, like, six feet of clearance and I can shuffle my way into, like, a 16-footer. Because I was thinking about this a lot, and I was like, Jordan's quite tall. Like, how tall are you? 5'10". Jordan is the exact same height as me. I've been to Madame Tussauds in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I've stood next to the Michael Jordan sculpture, and I was the exact same height as him. And he's listed as one inch taller than me, but I'm pretty sure they always lie and they do it with shoes or whatnot. I'm I'm a legitimate six foot five. I'm the same height as Michael Jordan. My wingspan is probably a little bit smaller than his. My hands are a little bit smaller, but I'm pretty much Michael Jordan's capabilities. I think when this lockout finishes, we should do it. We should see if you can make a basket against me, and then that will be a good judge to see whether you can um, score against Michael Jordan. Yeah, you're on. But you have to dress, dress up as Michael Jordan. Yes, what I'm saying what I'm saying here is me and Michael Jordan are a perfect comparison. I, can't, I reckon Paul's cut off the line, eh? Because he... No, I'm here. Oh, you're here. What, why do you, why do you not just... talk for such long periods? Well, I'm just done with this. Okay. He won't score. Okay. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. I said no. Well, what, I, then... what I said was shocking. Do you think um, JT, JT can score against me? Uh... With the same rules, what's it, 2, 11, or 
10 or something. Yeah. I wouldn't um, be as good at scoring as Michael Jordan, obviously. So even old Michael I mean, again, this hypothetical is, isn't great for me because I've never seen JT play basketball. So do I think Drew Barrymore could score on you? I have no idea. No, I don't know how definitely good not. Is. How do you know that? But Drew Barrymore would be like five foot four. Yeah, but she might and be she, good. It, she, she must be close <laughs> to fifty. Yeah, but she could be. She might be. She might be quick and a good shooter. Yes, so, 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 right. so, so, God, but Paul, I have a better chance scoring on MJ than Drew Barrymore has on Guy. <laughs> um. Come on. Wow, no, it's no, an interesting hypothetical. This, this moves so much. The hypothetical move from JT scoring on MJ to um, Drew Barrymore scoring on JT to me. All I'm saying is I'd like to meet Jay, uh, Drew Barrymore. So if we've got this opportunity, I'm in. That's all I can say. Her work in, what movie was she in as a kid? Um, My Girl or something like that? Fantastic. Charlie's Angels. Well, now, what was she in as a what, but she, You know, Drew, Drew Barrymore was a child actor. What, what was she famous for as a oh, child? Oh, yeah. Uh, E.T.? E.T., yeah, that's right. I'd be, like, asking all the questions about E.T. She probably wouldn't remember because she was very young and probably, like, messed her up for the rest of her life. But still, pretty cool to be... Oh, here's a, here's a hypothetical. Paul, would you rather mm-hmm. be... Um, would, you, would you trade your life for a child actor who's since gone off the rails? Like, would you trade your life right now, being a normal no. man... No. No, that's no. not a good one. I think any 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 hypothetical where the options are trading your life, I don't think. Yeah. What about also, if I wanted gonna... my life? If I wanted my life to be different, like I'm in I'm in control of it. No, but you couldn't. You can't make. You can't go back in time and make yourself a child actor. Child actor. Nah, that's true. I, I probably could have pushed harder though. JT, J- no, you couldn't. You can't. A kid from Nelson, New Zealand, can't push harder unless your parents are going to push you and move to Los Angeles. No way. JT, I reckon I'm going to talk Paul around here. Paul, would you trade your life for the life of Macaulay Culkin, star of Home Alone, friend of Michael J- Jackson, defendant in many lawsuits of Michael Jackson, millionaire now, celebrity, occasional actor? Um, and yeah, no. one of your favorite actors of all time. Yeah, no. He was in the black or white video. What about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would that would have been great, but um, no, I'm pr- I'm pretty happy. JT, would you try? I, to- I totally misunderstood this question. I thought you meant like Paul had to give up his life yes. for Macaulay Culkin to do things over, no, not get- like trading places. No, no, that's what, what- like kill myself. Yeah. That's why I was like, this is creepy. It's not a good question. No, 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 no. It's like Paul trades no, no, no. everything he's done right now with everything Macaulay Culkin's done right now. So suddenly, yes. like, do you want to just be Macaulay Culkin? Yes. I don't want to be Macaulay Culkin. He seems quite creepy. <laughs> I disagree. I like. I love the guy. Paul, do you want to trade with Macaulay Culkin? No, no, I don't want to be him. <laughs> but I do want to be his friend. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be real cool. Um, all right, it's time. Right about that time. For the stars to roll roll on out. Obviously, not a lot of games to report on, but I decided to um, about ten minutes before we started recording. I decided to scour the internet, uh, aka look at each player's um, Instagram, because it was no news. There's nothing happening on on the online Orlando Magic um, community. So I decided to to do some digging myself, and I went to. Uh, I started off with Mo Bamba's Instagram because he's he's pretty active on the gram. Uh, nothing, you know. He's doing push-ups in his living room. Okay, cool. Um, so I moved on to Aaron Gordon. And sure enough, Aaron Gordon came through big time. Okay. Okay, Aaron Gordon has written and recorded a song and released a music video. What? Aaron Gordon featuring Mo, Pull Up, official music video. What, do you mean Mo uh, like the famous, um, like, Swedish pop singer? No. On Skrillex? E- no, M-O-E. Is, ah. is, I, I looked him up. Uh, not a lot of online presence. <laughs> Nothing on Spotify. Um Aaron Gordon's there on Spotify. You can listen to it. You can check out the video. I'm going to say one of the best, um, one of the, okay, here's what I'm going to say. A few days ago, I was, I was watching um, 
Zoe's first music video. That's Lonzo Ball. Uh, and and this is often I I've found how how NBA players will do their music is they'll have it, it'll be featuring someone and the other person will do a lot of the song like yeah. they'll do the chorus and they'll do like two verses and then the rapper themselves will do like one verse and that's very much um, what Aaron Gordon's done but usually the other person is like um, you know their friend who's who's an mu- aspiring musician mm. um, and the when the so in Zoe's case, you know, just like their voice and, and their kind of energy is usually a lot flatter than the other person. Yeah. So the other person will be like, you know, I'm doing a song and it's clear I'm doing a song. And, and then um, and then he'll go to Zoe and he'll just be like, you know, when, I, when I'm in Miami, I'm... A, and it's like he's kind of like quite quiet and like he's like, you know, I'm in Miami, I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm in Los Angeles, I'm doing something. And, you know, he's, like, not bringing a lot of energy or, um, skill, you know, kind of... Uh, Talent, ability, practice. Yeah, okay. Aaron Gordon, it's the other way around, where the other guy is, is holding him back. <laughs> the other guy's... Mo, no disrespect to Mo, but he's the one who's, like... Nah, some disrespect. Pull up. You know, yeah, quite a bit you know, of disrespect. He, you know, he's the one who's, like, a bit quiet, uh, you know, not giving it his all. Aaron Gordon shines. He comes in, blows him out of the water with a fire verse, and then Mo does the rest of the song. But um, <laughs> and fire, great music bars. video where it's not just, you know, often it's it's um, with a with an NBA music video like Zoe's case, it's just him and the other guy in Miami, um, driving in a boat and um, you know standing on a street. Um, Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, he's driving around in golf buggies on a golf course, having a laugh. You know, it's it's a fun video. I love it. Did he shoot? Did, did, did Paul? I think you've Paul's cut out. I didn't for understand. Um, Sorry, Paul. You just cut out for two seconds. You're back. You're back now. Did he shoot this in quarantine, or is this something he's been sitting on for a while and he's just waited for the perfect time to drop it? Well, funny you ask that because there's a, there's a little sketch in the middle where the music cuts out, and I didn't fully understand the sketch, but um, I think Aaron Gordon did reference. He did say like, you know. We're in, we're on lockdown or whatever, you know. Um, but did he just so, cut that in? Yeah. No, it it, it very much because it's it, they're in the golf club is at it, the clubhouse. When you say sketch, do you mean like comedy sketch, or is he just trying to be cool? Um, I mean it's not really funny, but it's just I don't I don't really I, I need to rewatch it because I can't remember anything that was said in that scene, and slash I didn't understand it. Um, but the video does feature a cameo from Mo Bamba. Who gets yes. out of the car and um, they shake hands, and uh, Wiz Awandu, who also gets out of a car and they shake hands, and um, on Instagram, uh, so what, Wiz Awandu commented some flame emojis, and DJ Augustine said, "That's crazy. I ain't even put. Oh, that's crazy. Ain't even put me in the video. I'm off oh. you, bruh." Yeah. Paul, I've got the um, I've got the song here. Would you like to um, maybe hear a bit of it? Yeah, okay. Is Aaron Gordon's verse first? Here it goes. This is Pull Up. Nah. By Aaron Gordon, the Orlando Magic superstar. And Mo Bamba. No, it's not. One it's thing I've noticed about NBA songs is that they normally. Want to see me go? No problem. This is not Aaron Gordon. Oh, that's not Aaron Gordon. Oh, this is Mo. Okay. I know the big man can guard me. I might just skip forward to like chorus or something. Aaron Gordon. What's ADMs in the bag? ADMs. Uh, a dozen million. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a merchant banking term. Haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> AG go crazy no gardenum. It's quite good. I thought he said yeah. no gardener. He talks, he talks about there was a line about um like balling at MSG or something. At the garden, yeah. Yeah, this at the garden. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And that's better he, than I was expecting. And then he rhymed garden with gardenum, which is quite good. Very clever. Um, is this the chorus coming out here, Paul? Is this the chorus right off that? 
Kind of embarrassing that the cover is just a picture of the front of a Maybach. Like, if I was Aaron Gordon, I'd put my massive yeah. face on there. That's the that's the one bad thing I'd say is whoever's done the album art has um, phoned it in. It's just a picture of a Rolls Royce. But that Rolls Royce is in the music video, they asked. And noteworthy about the music video... They did hire that is, Rolls Royce. ...is Aaron Gordon, um, his thing in the video is wearing... Um, uh, basketball singlets, but wearing them uh, backwards, aka the clippers on the front of Slam magazine Sick. Um, with Lamar Odom. Um, but uh, the, the the jerseys his, he wears are interesting. The first one is um, Double Zero Casper, the character he played in the Uncle Drew movie. He's wearing his character's um, jersey Sick. from that respect and the second one he's wearing is a current day atlanta hawks vince carter jersey backwards that's a very Ooh. weird jersey to wear do you think he did do you think he swapped it with him when he played him or something possibly because that's a real weird jersey especially a vince carter like even a vince carter mavs jersey would make more sense than a vince carter hawks jersey that's bizarre also, Hawks are their divisional rivals. Like, don't put them on. Anyway, this, we're, I'm getting... And now, Paul, this. now tell me, Paul, how does that factor into your bloody rules to be a good leader? That doesn't sound like good teammanship. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, well, Vince Carter, Orlando Magic legend. So he's... Yeah, oh, yeah. specifically the Hawks part. Why didn't he wear a Vince Carter, um, Orlando Magic jersey? That would make even more sense. Don't know, but it was fine. Um, he's... But, Paul, do you think Aaron Gordon should be pissing around making music videos when he should be leading the Orlando Magic to not sucking? Uh, no, he's doing that, and there's room for both. There's room for both, for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was pretty amazing that Aaron Gordon's got some music out because you just would not – he's just such a, a, a drowsy, dopey guy. I oh, know I'm sounding like Trump criticizing Joe Biden here. But um, dopey Aaron Gordon, you just would not expect a music video from him. So good to hear and good to well, hear. Well, it came from nowhere. I didn't know he was into making music. So it really came from nowhere. Um, so is that all he does? He just does one verse and then that's it? Yeah. Sick. But he, he carries the song. Well, obviously. Like I his, said. His name is, um, it's by Aaron Gordon. So he, um, there's a lot of weight on his shoulders. Um, does anyone have any other um, NBA um, stuff to talk about? Should we go into movie? Oh, Mayhem? wait, player, player of the week oh, uh, I forgot is about Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well done. <laughs> what about Mo Bamba for his um, cameo in the video? <laughs> yeah, he, he was in the running, but Aaron Gordon edged him out by... Releasing a video. Do you think this does the magic proud? Yeah, it, I think it was really cool. Like when, when I saw Mo Bamba was featuring and they were there shaking hands, I thought... And the vibe with this squad right now is so good. So good. And, just and Devin Booker, who did ask um, Magic owner to draft him, uh, I'm glad he's not there to bring his toxic wife <laughs> to this great group. Um, shout out to the Magic. Shout out to Basel. Does anyone have anyone, anything else to um, bring to the table? It's obviously a light NBA week. Before we get into Magic Movie. Paul, have you got Magic of the Movies? Movies of the Magic? Magic, nah. of, the, magic of the Movie... The movie uh, Magic. Well, you said you had one, but... Paul, don't yawn during the intro. <laughs> How did you hear that? <laughs> what do you mean, how did I hear that? When you... Look, you're ruining the fancy music, mate. When you yawn into a microphone, the microphone records it, it's transmitted over the internet, and then it comes into my headphones. That's how I heard that. Okay. Okay. I love crappy rom-coms. Can I highly recommend... Um, uh, what's the one um, on... I love the one with uh, Ali Wong on Netflix. Um, Always Be My Maybe. That was the one that I, a recent one that I enjoyed recently that I thought was excellent. But then I... Um, I didn't think it was that good. I had... Anyway. Well, critical. Um... I just want to say that um, it was awkward because the next day after I watched it, um, this was before, way before lockdown, a friend came around to watch a Basel game and the friend was Asian. And then I loved that movie because I watched it the night before, but it seemed like I was just pitching at him because it's a movie with Asian people in it, which is not that common in Western society. And then I felt like oh, the racist was me. But anyway, I had nothing but good value, good intentions in my heart. Um, back to the movie I wanted to talk about, which was um, how, to leave a guy in ten, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. 
Great film. The premise is terrible. It's horrific for like the first, you know, one to two hours. No, it's quite short. It's only like 90 minutes. The first 30 minutes are kind of trash as the premise is set up. But then once it gets going, you know, it's comedy gold. The confusion, the, um, the games, the mind games, the problems. The New York Knicks feature, here's my theory, because the Knicks were owned by Cablevision. The movie was probably produced by the Dolans. And as a result, they go to um, the NBA Finals series, is running right through the movie, and it's the Knicks versus Sacramento Kings. In what world would that be possible? But um, I guess that was the time when the Knicks were quite good. They made the finals and the Kings were there as well. Crazy. Do you think the Knicks, and the Knicks by far the most movied basketball team? So I was just talking to Paul about this, and I looked it up, and the Do- I was trying to figure out what, what how James Dolan got to where he was, and I'm not sure how Cablevision, his dad basically started just making crappy um, commercial ads in Cleveland. He moved to New York and somehow built his way up to the point where he owned like a huge cable network, um, which just sounds like something out of 30 Rock. It was literally called Cablevision. And then in 1994, and I'm not sure how they did it, they somehow acquired, I don't even know if they wanted to own a basketball team, but they acquired MSG Corporation, which was the garden, um, the Knicks, the Liberty, and the Rangers. And all of a sudden, the Dolans owned the, um, uh, these teams, and pretty soon they were running into the ground when James Dolan took over directly. But um, yeah, I think as a result of the Cablevision owning the Knicks, they, they put them into movies as advertisements. But I, I also do think, because I was just thinking, I was like, why aren't the Lakers in more movies? But when you think about it, while like the film industry is based in Los Angeles, hmm. like New York is the most films, you know, is the most, like movies aren't set in Los Angeles that much. Yeah. And if they are, it's usually because they're based, they're, you know, it's like, it's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's like behind the scenes of the movies or whatever. Yeah. Um, but movies are much more likely to be set in New York. So so I think it's just also because of that, right? Yeah, that would be that would be a major reason. But I'm pretty sure, like movies, like, I, I mean, I need to do the research. But I think you'll find How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, Eddie, stuff like that, where the where the Knicks are prominently used. Like on Friends, they might say they're going to a Knicks game, but you never actually see them at a Knicks game. Whereas this this movie has like large bits of footage. They obviously filmed a regular season game between the Knicks and the Kings and pretended it was the finals, but. Um, yeah, they have they have a lot of footage from the Knicks, and I'm guessing it's because Dolan probably was behind the scenes making um, shitty rom-coms. And might I say, doing an excellent job, because this week's movie of the week is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I enjoyed it very much if you want here's, a trashy rom-com. Here's an interesting point. Um, in the case, here's a trivia. Without Googling it, in the uh, classic film Like Mike, what team does... Uh, Calvin Cambridge, a.k.a. Lil Bow Wow, play for. Man. Uh, JT, have you seen Like Mike or even know what he's talking about? Sh- have I seen it? <laughs> Bloody love it. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I feel like I know this one. And it is a real NBA team, eh? No. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping you were just going to guess a team. Yeah, because um, oh, that's what I was trying to do. Oh, okay, now cause... I'll say the Bankstown Bulldogs. Uh No. Because he plays against actual NBA teams. I remember he throws it off Jason Kidd's back when he's playing for the Nets. Um, And there's a bit where Dirk Nowitzki asks him for a signature for his um, niece. And then when when he's like, okay, um, what's your niece's name? Then Dirk is like, "Uh, it's Dirk. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, Now, all all I I remember is I think it's like a generic name. Like, it it could be even a, a... Like, I feel like it's the sort of name that always comes up in... I remember seeing it in like a 2K game. Okay, you know I'm going mean? like to take, take another guess. Brooklyn Bulldogs. Yeah, that's a good one. The you, Yeah, you're in the ballpark, but it's the Los Angeles Knights. But oh, what's interesting is, I remember the Knights. They're one of my favorite squads. But Love what's weird, Knights. don't you think, is like, so the NBA is obviously like, um, you know, all the other teams appear, the uniforms, their legit uniforms, their courts, I'm pretty sure. It's weird. Don't you think it's weird that he didn't play for a like play for the Lakers? Yeah, or the Clippers. They obviously couldn't get. They obviously got like a blanket NBA license, but did, couldn't get like a specific. They obviously worked but, out how much it was going to cost for his franchise. Oh, but yeah, you, you're like, why wouldn't the Minnesota? No, but if you're the Lakers, like you know, if if I'm the any team, it's like you'd almost pay money to have 
him play for your team, right? You're right. Like apparently the um, Anaheim Mighty Ducks were like made in conjunction with the like Disney started them at the same time they made the Mighty Ducks movies. Like that was like literally why they're called mm. the Mighty Ducks and why they exist. Um, you're right. It is it is quite weird that NBA teams don't appear in more movies. Um, yeah, and it, it, you're, like, you're like a team. The Lakers maybe not. They're a huge, huge business, but like. Shivers, the Minnesota Timberwolves would kill for that. The Sacramento Kings would kill for that. And that would be a good place. Sacramento would be a great place to set the movie as well. It's very interesting. Who's the who's that rapper that's like quite old now who's, uh, whose son is Little Romeo, I think? Yeah, Master and P. He, and he was like weirdly added to NBA rosters that's to boost their profile. And it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's Master P. He's a rapper who... Yeah, they, I don't know how, what, why, but there's just a few rappers who just did a good job of like combining themselves. And maybe Masterpiece is a legend from back in the day. I'm disrespecting him here, but like he's definitely before my time. And um, yeah, he was all over Slam Magazine. He had a shoe company. I think it was literally just called like Masterpiece, or maybe I might be. I'm, I might sound like a real idiot here, and someone will know that actually like he was behind Rough Riders or something like that, something big. But um, yeah, Masterpiece was. Um, was huge into um, into basketball and his son and his son balling and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, bit of a flat into the podcast. Well, I had a good time. Thanks for talking to me, guys. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for chatting. It was weird because you guys. Anyway, let's we'll talk about it another time. But um, I, I had a great time and bloody enjoyed today. I did too, actually. Um, thanks so much, Paul. No comment from you again. What I was going to say, uh, I got too annoyed. I got too annoyed in the earlier about um, Devin Booker because you you just think I think I just, gonna burn in hell. I just have a strong hatred of just gunner scorers who I have a strong love loved of those players. Yeah, I love them absolutely. Love um, them. And they always it's always their teammates' fault. It's, no, it's no I, 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 to- I know, I, I totally agree. I totally agree that Devin Booker, his personality is a bit off. Like he's a bit of a young, spoiled brat. But at the same time, he is. Uh, I, I've been proven wrong that he is like quite a valuable player, and I wish he wasn't on the Suns. But that is the, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hear you. You, you raise a point. Um, but you know, you always you never be able to convince those pure, pure book money fans like JTA. Never book forever. Book, book on, everybody. Thanks for listening. I've been Guy Williams. Um, that's my brother, Paul Williams. Paul, <laughs> please. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Talk. So we usually, we do the same sign-off every time. You just say, I don't do that anymore. I've been Guy yeah, Williams. Do it. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, thank you. And JT? Oh, I'm happy to do it. I'm JT, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Catch you later. And... I, do, I have a new Instagram oh, handle. Oh, shut up. So follow me. It's Paul Williams. <laughs> I have a new Instagram. Man, I wish you could play the button to make this stop. Where's the Paul exercise? Williams on Instagram. Give us a follow, like, and subscribe. Don't like and subscribe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.